0: Oh my days, what is up all you lovely traumatized humans? Um, Today we're going to talk about working out while in recovery for an eating disorder. And I'm talking specifically about anorexia because that's, you know, what I had and also the coexisting anorexia athleta, which is a little less known about, but it's basically when you purge using exercise instead of throwing up and whatnot. I did both. <laughs> I tried it all. Um, <laughs> it was a diverse patient is what I'll say. Um, is it possible to work out while you're in recovery? Sure. Is it helpful that not always after being diagnosed with anorexia, I was told to stop exercising. I wasn't happy about that because I was addicted to exercise. You might think Sarah, are you, aren't you still? I don't think so. Even though I run longer now um, than I ever did as a Division One athlete, I worked out probably more then. Being a Division One athlete was serious, and for five years, I worked out like it was my job because it sort of was. Uh, I was kind of like paid to do that, you know, like on, on a scholarship and everything like that. I've been running a lot and slowly starving myself for years prior to my diagnosis. Um, for context, I was probably running between, uh, 50 and 90 miles a week. Like my peak weeks were really high. Um, my low weeks were like 50, uh, like a race week or whatnot. I would also cross train at least three times a week. Also weight train twice a week. Like a lot of hours, way more hours than I, than I run now. Um, I push myself through a lot of workouts only to go home and, and sleep for hours, not, and like drink a bunch of coffee and not eat food i bonked countless times in the middle of runs my gastrointestinal system was so messed up that at one point this was during my super senior year uh, my fifth year i couldn't run more than a couple miles without having to stop and use the bathroom um, my athletic performance wasn't anywhere near good but i was so indoctrinated into my eating disorder that losing weight mattered more to me than running fast Uh, that's kind of when the flip switched, I think. And that's when I knew I was really sick. I needed to keep moving so I could avoid any unwanted weight or so I thought. After I graduated, I kept trying to run while in treatment. While running after work one day, I nearly passed out on a bike path and injured my knee. Without the training schedule I was accustomed to in college, without races on the horizon and teammates around, I didn't feel motivated to run. I was tired all the time and I kept experiencing nagging injuries, but I just kept going. Like I didn't know how to stop. At the urging of my treatment team, um... I decided like no, I need to I need to stop um in order to get better because like I just kept getting injured. It was really really frustrating, um and I opted instead to just like I literally stopped running for months. I I started doing yoga a few times a week, um and like was so fucked up that like I, I like at the end of every yoga class I would just like kind of cry because the yoga teachers were like feel your body like this is like, you know, nourish yourself. And I was like, I don't even know how to do that. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, and once my, my calorie intake was high enough, I added a bit of strength training to my regimen. Um, nothing crazy, but like twice a week strength training, I was gaining badly needed weight. Um, and although it was necessary, it did not feel good. Giving up heavy exercise was hard because I'd been using exercise as a way to purge. This is colloquially known as anorexia athletica, which often accompany accompanies anorexia and bulimia as a form of getting rid of calories. Instead of purging in the way of self-induced vomiting or diuretic or laxative abuse, I would use exercise or ex- excessive exercise as a way to purge instead. I would run for an hour, use the elliptical for an hour, and lift weights for an hour, all in succession. So I'd work out for like three hours at a time. This was a normal day of working out for me. Like, not a heavy day. (laughs) That was like a normal day. And I started to believe that I needed to exercise at least that much to maintain my weight, my fitness, and my sanity. It was extreme and compulsive. By the time I sought treatment, I was at a low enough weight that I was prescribed a five meals a day eating program, complete with dense protein shakes. Um, They were kind of like Ensure, I suppose, Uh, but... Not, I don't know, uh, but I had to drink two of them a day. The athlete in me was confused. I wasn't exercised supposed to be good. Why could I not? Why did I need all this nutrient-dense food when I wasn't working out? Like, I was like, why am I eating so much if I can't work out? I needed the food because I needed to gain weight, although that was hard for me to believe at the time. Anorexia is a really cruel disease that affected not only how I felt in my body, but how I saw my body as well. Some signs of anorexia and anorexia athleta combined Um, include a long-term preoccupation with working out and exercise, obviously, rapid weight loss, uh, feelings of anxiety or guilt for not following a self-imposed exercise (laughs) regimen, exercising rather than going to school or work or going out with friends, working out even when injured or ill. Do that all the time. Feeling isolated while working out? All the time. Lying to others about how much or how often you work out. Yep. Only thinking about food in terms of its relation with exercise. Uh, yep. <laughs> B- basing self-worth on how much exercise is being completed every day. For sure. Blaming weight loss on exercises and um, training blaming weight loss on exercise and training necessary to stay competitive. Um, that was easy for me until I wasn't competitive anymore like until I graduated like I was like oh no, no it's fine I need to do this to train to be competitive because I'm a college athlete but then once I graduated I was like well that excuse doesn't really work anymore huh because I was restricting food and obsessively exercising at the same time my body had no opportunity to heal recover or rest overtraining and starving can both lead to several negative outcomes including <laughs> here we go chronic fatigue reduced athletic performance increased risk of injury um, I did injure my hip. Um, I did have a series of small nagging injuries from my knees to my hips to uh, torn muscles, all of it. a uh, suppressed immune system, which is probably why my gastrointestinal tract was so fucked up. Insomnia, depression. I couldn't sleep because I was hungry a lot, so I, I never slept. Um, depression, menstrual irregular irregularities. Why can't I speak today? Sarah, get it together. I did not have a period for about six years. Um, loss of muscle mass for sure. (laughs) Um, heart irregularities. I'm not sure if I had that osteoporosis and damaged joints, ligaments, and tendons. Obviously the risk of injury just Exponentially increased. I obviously needed medical help and guidance, not only in the immediate days and weeks of treatment, but long term. I needed to learn how to nourish myself while exercising, which is why taking a hard step back from intense exercise was incredibly important. Low intensity movement was okay, but I had to t- like break my addiction to working out and let my body rest and recover. Um, breaking that addiction like meant that I wasn't getting. A runner's high all the time, so it did make me a little depressed. <laughs> so in the early stages of treatment, though, I needed to minimize physical activity to restore my weight. All the experts around me, my dietitian, my doctor, my therapist, throughout my recovery emphasized the importance of resting my body and breaking my compulsion. Like, the only way to break the compulsion was to stop. Uh, while it makes sense to take a step back from exercise, I also needed to develop a healthier relationship with activity and movement. I didn't want to abstain from physical activity altogether forever, <laughs> and I didn't want to, like, Run some day again. So I worked with my therapist and my dietitian to structure a plan that made sense at each stage of recovery and one that wouldn't push me back into a compulsive or obsessive exercise habit. So we started small. Obviously, yoga, whatever, a few times a week. And then we built it up to short runs. I started running with friends. Nothing was competitive. Um, but the, like being social about it helped me ease into activity in a supportive and non-competitive environment. And then eventually I started to sign up like for races. I started small. I like did like a 10K um, and it worked up to like a half marathon, blah, blah, blah. And as I worked my way through my training plans, I worked closely with my dietitian to ensure that my dietary needs were being met. I learned so much about nutrition from my dietitian um, and learned how much I wasn't, like, nourishing myself previously. Like, I had to eat so much more food than I ever thought I did. Um, And, yeah, I mean she saved my life it would be impossible for me to abstain from physical activity forever but i had to stop in order to start again it might be possible to maintain a a rigorous training regimen while in treatment i mean that highly depends on the individual but i would argue that it's relatively rare to safely exercise while in treatment adopt some of these tips Um, try new and fun physical activities rather than sticking to the same old routine i started doing yoga um, you know, I never had really done it before, but it was new. It was different. Um, it activated different muscles. It was definitely lower intensity. So that was good. Listen to what your body has to say. If you feel tired or unwell, like if you're sick, stop. If you're tired, stop all the things. Um, I'm way better at listening to my body now and taking a step back when I'm tired. Um, establish a safety net by bringing structure. I already had a lot of structure, but I limited my structure. So like, uh, at first it was like three times a week I can do in yoga for an hour whatever. Um, or 20 minutes a day, but that was it. Hard stop. And then be honest with yourself. If you're finding it difficult to control your impulse to exercise, uh, acknowledge it, seek advice. I would call my therapist and be like, I'm depressed because I want to work out. And she's like, but why, you know, like then we talk through it, whatever. Um, So all of those things can help as you like reintegrate movement into your life. Um, If you or someone you know is suffering from an eating disorder, it's extremely important to seek professional help. Contact the NIDA National Eating Disorders Anonymous Helpline at 800-931-2237. Find an Eating Disorders Anonymous meeting near you. Or find a treatment center near you. um, There are options if you don't have good insurance. So it's not impossible is all I'm saying. All right. Love you. Bye.